You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. Greetings, everyone. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily, episode 1500. This one is an excerpt from the Horses in the Morning weekly health report featuring farrier Sidney Wilkinson with some great tips on preparing your horse's hooves for winter. And it's brought to you today by My New Horse. For first-time horse owners and new riders, finding the information and support you need can be challenging. That's why Equine Network has partnered with Sentinel and Absorbing to bring you My New Horse. From important horsekeeping information and how-to videos to social media communities, exclusive experiences, and more, My New Horse is your one-stop shop for riders of all levels and disciplines looking for easy-to-understand horse care information and guidance. Start your horse ownership journey today. Visit MyNewHorse.com. Well, I'm so excited to talk to husband and wife team, Scott and Sydney uh, Wilkinson. They're certified journeyman farriers. And we said earlier, we're going to talk to Scott, but come on, let's do girl talk. I want to talk to Sydney. <laughs> Hi, Sydney. Hi, how are you guys? Now to talk about shoeing here, obviously it's starting to get chilly in some parts of the country, most parts of the country. How can people prepare like as a farrier, when you go somewhere, how can people prepare their horse best for you to do your best? Um, so definitely starting with the foundation, um, always is going to be nutrition environment, you know, all of those important things, husbandry being proactive. Um, when you, you know, do have an issue that you think could be a problem or could become a problem before it happens. Um, most of the conversations we have with our clients is, is actually, based on nutrition. Um, we are, uh, have a lot of winter grasses in our area. So of course, you know, as, as the seasons change, um, we see a lot of, you know, hormone fluctuation, but then we also see, um, you know, horses that are now, you know, where they, the grasses are changing and we have those winter grasses that are really sugary and starchy. And we see a lot, a lot, a lot of laminitic cases. So we talk to our clients a lot about diet. We just try to steer them more towards a better nutrition, you know, don't overfeed, you know, what, what does healthy look like? Um, and I think that's the biggest thing as far as transitioning or just general hoof care is going to be your, your diet and your foundation of your horse, because See, Glenn, we can you, put, you can you can oh, love sorry. your horse too much. It sounds like, you know, not me. I don't overfeed my pony. Not at all. Yeah, right. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, and then it's funny because then, you know, we, we do a lot of, uh, taping. We, we do a lot of way tape <laughs> in our shop. Um, and you know, really are particular with our laminitic, um, cases because most of them obviously are going to be diet related. And, um, but we can, we tell people starting off, we say we can put whatever, we can put gold shoes. We can put glue on shoes. We can, you know, do barefoot. We can do whatever, you know, is best for this horse. But if you don't start that process at home in the, in the foundation, then you're going to be wasting a lot of time and energy and finances to, to not get very good results. La, 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 la. I can't hear you, Sydney. <laughs> If you didn't know, Glenn has a fat pony. Yes, we have, we have, um, several rehabs that people, you know, we've had like owner, um, 
where they just kind of say like, I'm, I, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. And they stop, you know, just really honestly, people that stop in the shop, they're like, I have this hundred pony and I don't know what to do with it. Do you know anybody that wants it? I'm like me, me, me. And Scott's <laughs> like, Oh, here we go again. You know? <laughs> so oh, we have a lot of rehabs. Yes. Yes. But they're, they are fun. And, and it is neat to see them make a turnaround over, you know, things simple as, you know, diet and, you know, where they're at and taking care of their feet consistently and the so changes that can of- be made. What are some of the warning signs like that? I think this is going to become a problem. What are you looking for before it becomes a problem? Um, so generally what we see um, that kind of give us the red flag is obviously, you know, those telltale signs. Are we seeing um, laminitic ridges, you know, on the hoof wall? Are we seeing uh, loss of concavity in the foot? Are we seeing, um, you know, intermittent tenderness um, on different terrains? Um, or do we have any bruising or stretching in the white line, um, you know, bruising uh, in the sole? Or are, are we getting the adequate amount of sole depth growth between cycles? Um, you know, what is this body condition? What is this horse's body condition score? You know, where, where are they at? Are they, if we tape them, you know, I've had, uh, we had a gentleman come in, he was an older gentleman and he, you know, he was very adamant about, he liked his horse thick, stocky, you know, so it's a quarter horse, older quarter horse. And he, he liked a thick, stocky quarter horse. And I'm like, yes, yes, you know, but we are seeing some things, you know, I have some white line disease. We have some, you know, loss of concavity. We see, you know, these are some red flags that we see. And he's like, well, I just, I like a heavier stocky horse. And I'm like, trying to tell him, I'm like, this, this horse could lose some weight. And he's like, well, I like him around 1200 pounds. That's just where I like to keep him. And I said, ah, I said, let's get the tape out. Let's see how much he weighs. 1350. <laughs> uh-huh. And, and so, you know, and we're, that happens to me when I get on the scale too. <laughs> yes, yes, I know. How does that happen? Every time, every time. Yeah. And, um, do as I say, not as I do. Right. <laughs> so, um, you know, by the time we ended that conversation, he was more aware and we pointed out those things as far as, you know, crusty neck, we've got some fatty deposits that are kind of abnormal. Um, and, and, you know, so he was aware and he's like, well, maybe he could lose a little bit of weight. And so he went home and changed it up, you know, actually just put a grazing muzzle on. And the next time we saw the horse, it, he was just tremendously better. Like it's overall health of body condition. And, you know, we, we were making making progress on the white line disease. He actually had grown some soul depth, you know, those things that, you know, laminate, of course, a chronic laminate, of course, is not going to do. So, well, I mean, to even the athleticism of a horse that has the appropriate weight versus one that is too heavy, he should have noticed a huge difference just in the abilities of the horse to do their job. Because, I mean, I, I'm sorry, I carry, you know, a few extra pounds and I'm sluggish. I'm not yes. as good as I was. And I had a fat horse here who would fall down at the canter and now he's lost <laughs> weight with a grazing muzzle and he's like this athlete now. So it is yes. definitely true. Like it will help all part, all facets of their, uh, their life. Absolutely. Well, you know, it just things that we hear from people, you know, clients that say, you know, now they're actually running up to me, you know, in the pasture there, I'm seeing them get, you know, more energy and and not as lethargic as they were, because I I do think they get um, stagnant. I think they just kind of lose that motivation and they, they don't feel as good. And, you know, it's it's Scott, he's the same way. He's like, if I, he, he feels changes like in his knees and his joints and his legs and, and all of that. He's like, if I feel like I, my weight is fluctuating, 
it's just going to put more stress on those areas when he's working or when he's just, you know, day to day. So I think that's super important for people to remember they do feel better if they're in a healthier weight. Can I can I go back a little bit to uh, the glue on shoes? My wife's thoroughbred has had terrible feet since she got them. And they went the glue on shoe route years ago because he couldn't handle the, you know, nails for for regular shoes. And she's had great luck with them. Are you seeing more and more people give them a try? Yes, I am. I think um, our one of our things that we run into as far as walls in trying to bring those to our clientele is um, one of the things is going to be cost. Yeah, they're they're not. You know, they're not as cheap for sure. Yes, yeah. yes. You will you will never outweigh the the pricing of just a steel set of shoes. I mean, with, with, when you add consumables into the mix of your expenses, it's just, it's very hard to do. So, um, you know, that is difficult to project that to your clientele. Um, you know, because, you know, we're all kind of trying to save, save money Mm. and be conservative and and you do those things, you know, Apparently, my wife's not. Um, yeah, that's what I get out of that. I, to be honest. Well, well, you know, I mean, you just it works to, though. If she's happy, that's all that matters. It works. She, they've even experimented with just using the glue and not the shoe, and have had pretty good luck with that. Yes. So we do actually. Yesterday, we did the same, very similar thing. You know, we have a lot of those. Um, polyurethanes that we can actually just use the polyurethane and then of course now they have more um they're gearing more towards just like sole coverage versus an actual you know glue on shoe so we've done some of that um the biggest run-in we come in with our personal clientele is environment because a lot of our horses are on turnout Mm -hmm. and we are in a very very high humidity area. There is, there's moisture. Now I will say like the last mm, 30 days or so, it, it was just super dry, which was awesome. Everything was tough. It was hard, you know, and then we got like three inches of rain in one day and it, it, the moisture content fluctuates all the time here year round. So that is our biggest challenge when you go to using adhesives or using, you know, acrylics or, you know, the polyurethane, any of those consumables and doing the, um, you know, glue on shoes or those type of things, the moisture is greatly going to affect the longevity of that. And so that is one of the things, those are a couple of the things, like I said, financial, the cost of it. And then, um, you know, as far as controlling the environment, because we can't control where these horses are turned out or where they live. You know, that's one thing that's kind of in the owner's control. And I think that's just in general, you know, the drier environment you can keep them in, the better they'll be, the more like stable the foot will be. Because I just, I kind of tell people it's kind of like spaghetti. You know, the hoof wall is just kind of made up of these fibers that are locked together and think of it like a spaghetti noodle. If they're if they're dry, they're hard, they're rigid, they're tough. And then if we have that constant moisture exposure, they're just going to get more soft, more pliable. I think that just makes them a little bit more susceptible. Not that water is a bad thing because they do need a certain level of moisture. It's it's not that it's a bad thing, but um, you know, there's there's a happy balance in all of that. I'm looking at your Facebook page right now. For those who don't, uh, for those who haven't seen it, 
This is just, I mean, these cases that you guys post and chronicle and follow along with are just incredible. It's Wilkinson Farrier Services on Facebook. And I love the line where like, welcome to the Ozark Mountains where the moisture is high and we grow rocks. Yes, Yes, absolutely. Um, You know, when we transitioned from Oklahoma to um, Arkansas, um, actually Scott grew up here and this is where he shot um, for the first part of his career and then moved to Oklahoma and that's where we met. And then we moved back um, for basically for his dad, family reasons. And we moved back to this area a couple years ago and it was just this huge transition in environment. I mean, we were, you know, in Oklahoma, you say just in general, a a generic set of um, steel shoes. You know, we may reuse those shoes three or four times. And out here, our own personal horses, we don't get to reuse them one time. They have to have a new set of shoes every time we shoe them because even our place is is just it. We grow rocks and I mean, big, jagged. (laughs) I mean, it is like. Worst case scenario, we had most of our horses barefoot when we when we moved out here, and within just several weeks, we we live on such a steep incline, and they go down to the creek, and they they do move a lot, they travel a lot um, up and down, you know this this hill we have, and but it's just rocks, and they had worn off everything that they, any excess on their feet. And so you mix that with the moisture. And then, like I said, it just fluctuates so much. And then we put, you know, this abrasive environment and then we turn around and then we use them. It sounds to me like you need to come back to Oklahoma because uh, <clears throat> that's where I am. So <laughs> where, where were y'all in Oklahoma? I'm near the Farrier School actually. Okay. So we were between Tulsa and Oklahoma City, just right off of 44 over at Bristow. Oh, that's cool. Well, yeah, yeah, there's a whole ton of great farriers here because they do all come out of that school, the Oklahoma Farrier School. So. Yes, yeah. Well, there you have it. Horse Radio Network has thousands of engaging podcasts for horse people, and you can have them sent right to your phone. Just subscribe via your favorite podcast player. This is Coach Jen, and I will be back again soon with another tip. Until then, go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements made by guests on the Horse Tip Daily. Please use your own judgment when listening to the tips on this show. <laughs>